For those tuning in, welcome back to PIMP. This is um, uh, a levity episode, I suppose. Um, is it? I feel like the subject matter is pretty dull. Well, we're, 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 like, it's know, casual. It's casual structure. We're, we're kind of like um, we're breaking the thesis of the show in that uh, you know we intended on never editing anything. But um, to those who are listening, we um, recently recorded an episode with uh, Tom Tanoki of. Uh, million flags patriots fame shout outs uh tom you absolute boy he has a good facebook page if you're still on facebook yeah and he's very passionate about the things he writes he writes a lot of stuff and it all he's makes fantastic and Top um, yeah and we also um recorded an episode with uh kieran um fr- friend of mine friend of the show um last night and Jasper from Holy Money, um, shout outs to both. Check out Holy Money podcast. They're fucking uh, one of the inspirations for this one, I'd say. Um, and tonight we're just doing a vibe check with the uh, famed uh, sound guy, um, Marty, who uh-huh. you may remember from the ACAB episode. And this episode, oh, yeah, it was on like nothing important has really happened. We're all just yeah. checking in on on, yeah. on coronavirus. Yeah. No, like nothing's, everything's safe now, right? Like everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> nothing's going on. Yeah. Um, it's like it's not relevant that we have Marty back on. Um, yeah. <laughs> at all, given that the last time he was on was for the ACAP episode, and I feel like it's uh, that's completely unrelated. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. unrelated. <laughs> Um, I, you guys are gonna get me targeted by the police. Thanks for I, that. Yeah, why? Well, why? There's nothing going on. I'm not talking about. No, we're not talking. I definitely, definitely didn't leave my phone at a bar um, on Oxford Street and walk down and and be in the vicinity of thousands of people and hundreds of police tonight. I certainly didn't do that. I tell you, and, I, and if I did, I don't know why. It might have been accidental. I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. Um, I, that's, that's ridiculous. I don't know. But uh, look, we are going to be uh, we are going to be talking about it very specifically because I'm going to make us talk about it. We just talk about it last night because I was in a bad place. Oh, we're do- we're doing yeah, and I mean I have takes, man. Welcome, I need to get my takes out. Welcome to PIMP, and over the next episode or two, you're going to hear a few things, and then we're probably going to get. Um, I think Jasper is keen to come back on. Kieran might be keen to come back on as well, and we're going to do an episode two on on what's been going on lately, which is um, obviously just nothing. Just businesses are opening back up again. But welcome back, Corvus. Um, Not for you. Yeah, you pass out from from tweeting so much. I uh, yeah, Robert Evans. I just tweeted so hard that I fell asleep. Uh, (laughs) All of my Facebook posts on my personal account, which none of you are allowed to know about. Mm. I, I just posted so it's hard I lost consciousness on our fucking profile at PIMP underscore pod fellas no my Facebook my Facebook isn't on there my Facebook oh yeah because it's for me that's for me to keep in touch with all of my like relatives gross pub friends it's the same thing as relatives let's be real so um so fellas vibe check what uh what I what have you been doing Marty what have you been doing in the last um what is it? Ten weeks? I know how time has no meaning anymore. But ever since the bars shot, okay. What have you so been basically, um, uh, it's kind of sucked, but it could suck a lot more. Um, <laughs> and I'm just trying to get stuff done, like finished. I'm not really in a very creative space, but there's just so much shit that I built up over the years. I'm like, well, I need to finish this. I need to finish that. Today, I was making some tutorial videos for Ableton Live, so. 
just trying to keep busy like that, trying to be yeah. productive uh, and not, yeah. So, uh, you know, all, okay, all things considered. What, was, about, was, what about you two? It was fucking, like, I'm hearing that from more and more people lately and I've actually felt it myself because, and I think I mentioned, like, earlier on in one of our previous episodes, like, I was lucky enough to be considered, like, an essential service and um, the company I was working for at the time, uh, you know, like, went hands-on and, and uh, got us to work from home well before it was, like, the law um but yeah uh i felt my like will slowly like leaking out of my brain because you have all this time to do all this stuff and you're home and it's only like two days or so when you're working from home in your underpants and it's not funny anymore to yourself to do like corporate work from your in your underpants from home and you think you have all this time, so you set out, you get your house pretty clean pretty quickly, but like this weird kind of, not to dismiss survivor's guilt, but a weird version of survivor's guilt starts kicking in and it stops you from sure. from really like doing much. Um, so I, I became very inactive for, for a while and then uh, I got uh, sick and, you know, got got all the walls hit at the back and turned out not to be uh, COVID. So that was cool. Um, and and uh, mm. Sometimes you're like, damn, I kind of wish it was so I had it and I was over it. I bet you probably Yeah, I kind of did. Then you'd but be immune. I also like was making hand sanitizer and distributing it to like people in the government housing and to some of the activists and share houses and stuff out there. So like it was also like a major source of guilt. And then when I, um, you know, finally finished with that and went, okay, time to just, like, scale it back. Scale it back, pull it back. I um, I ended up getting made redundant and then the survivor's guilt and the yeah, dude, fucking, that's, like, everything all just came together and I just kind of relapsed a little bit, drank a little bit too much for a little while. But um, here I am, baby, back, ready it's, to make podcasts. Yeah, it's... Um it's fucking, it's fucking, it's not good. No. It's not good. No <laughs> real out on these plots. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am cogent enough that when I was tagged in a ABC comedy video by somebody, um, <laughs> uh, where, where ABC comedy got a bunch of famous people together. And ABC, I think SBS comedy got scrapped at some point, and that was a shame because they were as good as Chaser, really. But, like, ABC Comedy put together, like, this black and white video of, like, don't make a podcast. And I just, like, had to try so hard mm -hmm. to, like, not scream um, at Corvus for telling me <laughs> in this. Because one of them was Andrew G. I refuse to say Asher Gunsberg. I'm like, fuck off. Andrew G, right? And like, don't make a podcast. Andrew and G. Like, wait, wait, are you saying Andrew G has a he has a podcast. Yeah. So like after I got tagged in that, I had to like bite my tongue because I'm listening to the Magnus archives, like this mad horror fucking series right now. And and twice yeah, yeah. every fucking, uh, at two or three times every like uh, hour or so of listening to this podcast, I hear, hi, I'm Osher Gunsberg, inviting <laughs> you to listen to my podcast. It used to be called the Osher Gunsberg podcast. 
But I thought, and we had a funky name and everything, you know, like, look, what I'm trying to say is fuck Andrew G. Anyway, Corvus, <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> Andrew G's had it way too easy. What have I been up to? I've been... Uh, Andrew G's famous. He, he's so I mean, like, no. He's he, Australian he, Ryan C. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, big ups to the Andrew G uh, that I saw hanging out with. Yumi Steins and interviewing Primus and Rage Against the Machine who were back when I was like fucking 10. Big up to that Andrew G. This Andrew G? Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck your okay, well, audible that's, that's, ads. That's kind of cool that... Yeah. Uh, it's kind of cool that he did that. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, Corvus. I tell that's alright, that's alright. Tell us, tell us what you've what been doing. What have I been doing? Uh, other than, than making Tage really fucking mad with that tag. Um, <laughs> other than that yeah. I have been posting I've been posting so fucking much I have just been posting yeah. endlessly for the past few weeks um, mostly over the past few over the past week or so since um, the literally nothing that's the, the occurred nothing that happened. the nothing that happened over the past <laughs> yeah. week um, I've been posting on the fucking hellscape that is Twitter um, and on the yeah. one hand, I hate Twitter reactionaries because their takes are like comedically detached from reality. But on the other hand, and, 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 and the same shit you've heard a million times that yeah. you're just you're so sick of explaining why. Yeah, it's like it's just it's dumb and I hate them. And like yeah. I will, I will like soft tweet them occasionally. Like I will occasionally send an upside down. I will occasionally tag Mussolini's granddaughter in a photo of, of Mussolini upside down. Like, it's really funny. Like, every time. It's hilarious. Um, I yeah, no, she's on Twitter, and people just keep sending her, keep tagging her in photos of Mussolini, but upside down. It's really funny. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I, it didn't even occur to me that, that Mussolini had, his, like, ancestors, to be honest. I, did, I never thought of it. Okay, um, I'm going to stop you right there, because this is, like, a random bugbear of mine. The word is descendants. Oh, yeah, right. It's, I don't hate you, I just hate that thing. The Descendants is a shit band anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, no way, man. Descendants <laughs> nah, are they're, cool. they're fine. I'm more of a real big fish guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's fun. But uh, I, I found, sort of as I've gotten more involved in Twitter, how fucking much I just loathe Twitter liberals. Like yeah. I hate them yeah. so much because they're like yeah. because when I was in the when I was in the US um, a little while ago, I found that like American conservatives, like you know the the, the sort of just middle of the road conservatives, who were like, oh no, Trump seems yeah, he's alright. I don't like everything he does, but whatever. Like those guys can actually be pretty chill. Like I don't, I don't hate them. Like they're fine. They like you talk to them on a personal yeah. level. They're actually like True. pretty reasonable people yep. who just. Yep. But Twitter liberals are more... Just American-style middle-class liberals are the most horrifically smug people I have ever had the misfortune of encountering. Like Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> yeah, no, like, absolutely. People who, like, people who would um, screen cap, uh, like, scenes from the West Wing and, like, caption it with Yas Queen or something. Like, oh, those people oh. are unbearable in person and on Twitter. Like, I found this... Yeah, I, yeah, no. I, Oh, they are oh my god! I um I, I gave a friend of mine, um, friend of the show, Jen from the Ramstein episode, a uh, uh, I, I um, signed up for a free, like one month um, Stan account because she's never seen Broad City before. Um, got this, she is, and I was just like, I'm gonna keep tracks on my Stan account, 
Um, and I'm gonna cancel my membership <laughs> once you get up to the Clinton episodes. Maybe you should watch those because the last couple episodes are fucking great. Last couple of seasons, sorry. That sounds super. But cool. yeah, no, it's just American, like uh, smug American middle class liberals are absolutely the most horrifying people on the planet. I hate them so much. I actually hate them more yeah, than like the like working class conservatives because I at least. I get how they got that brain poison. I yeah, understand yeah. the machinations that have been worked upon them. Whereas middle class liberals are just garbage. They're just bad. There's been a lot of uh, finger wagging over the events of the last few days that I find very frustrating. Oh my fucking from. god, I've been subtweeting so many shit libs about it. Yeah, I mean like let's um let's yeah. just let's just uh, break the facade there. <laughs> um, I actually yeah, I mean as you'll hear in the next episode i actually can't remember if i said it or not because again uh re, 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 relapse um i i i fucking it actually took me like sad <laughs> actually yeah put some reverb on that in post can we get, um, can we get like an air horn on the soundboard man <laughs> no let's do the um the christopher nolan wow yes um but yeah like uh I forgot what I was going to say. No, I, it took me actually, like, I, I watched, I watched um, Portland unfold, like, um, on Twitter, and was in contact with a friend who was in downtown Portland while all that shit was going on, and, and a group of us all watched it together. And that was about, like, three or four days in, uh, I think we're six or seven now. Time is real anymore, man. Yeah, it's it's hard to track the. But actually, feels like ages yesterday ago. was the first day that I actually watched the the footage that started it all. And um, you know, I mean, like I'm a big fan of Death Grips. Um, just like to <laughs> what a way to just, just like to the slight segue, but like um, what I love about that, I, I've always said the Money Store is the most important album to happen since the Richard D. James album because of songs like I've seen footage. Um, which is all about just like I mean it's from the, Money Story is fantastic it's one yeah. of the best albums ever made in history yeah for sure um, I, I agree and, with and what got me into that shit was the same shit that got me into like LCD sound system or Tool was just like um, realizing how many different layers um, of meaning there are in the lyrics and um, I've seen mm. footage by Death Grips is um, both a reference to um, like uh, I've I've become desensitized to violence because of violent video games and movies and whatever. And it's also um, very much a um, fucking reference to uh, being a black person and seeing footage of the fucking cops murdering people. And I've seen lots of that stuff, you know, Ferguson, Charlottesville, all that shit. And um, honestly, the Floyd, the big Floyd video, the George Floyd video, was just insane. I I haven't watched it because I don't like. I don't need to like. I read I read the transcript, like a description of it, and I'm just like, that's just so fucked up. And and you know, obviously, the reaction that everyone has to it. It's all it's all I need to know. Like maybe I should, maybe it's educational, but it, I mean I avoid like 
a lot of stuff like that. I, I mean, like, I've um, put out cigarettes on my arms before, and this was basically the same thing. You know, like this, this was. Oh, like this just, was. Yeah, I mean, imagine actually watching, feeling that. Yeah. Watching that footage was, to me, an equivalent to self mutilation. Um, and, and, oh yeah, for sure. Man. And um, and, and and like, and that's something that that people of color. I mean, you can't fucking blame them for what's going on. You know, like it's. I mean, whoa! I'm using a weird turn of phrase. Like, sorry, I didn't. I, you know, you know what I mean. Like, it, it's just. It's, it's okay. We can edit. Yeah, I know. I know. I know what you're saying. I have ever fucking seen in my life, and I have seen lots of footage. It, um, it's obviously like it's not just about that one incident. It's about a lifetime of incidents like that. And being judged by others for your skin color, yeah, uh, it, it, it's not ju- it's not like it's definitely very much the police violence discourse. Like that's obviously a huge thing, yeah. uh, but it's 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 everything. It's like the experience of uh, blackness. Um, you know, a lot of people are getting involved in the protests, and it's cool to see that kind of unity. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's really. Um, I'm just kind of watching things unfold and yeah. seeing how it goes. And, like, uh, But I'm definitely not being all fucking finger-waggy about, you know, oh, tut-tut, shouldn't break this and do that. Like, I'm not necessarily pro-looting. I am absolutely pro-looting. I'm coming out firmly as, like, genuinely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. unironically, I am actively pro-looting. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, like, well, I mean, what both of you are saying is, like, I guess I'd like to flip around to, like, what lots of people are saying, what um, our fucking, uh, we haven't fucking ripped on Morrison in a while, have we? That fucking, fucking he doesn't matter. big piece of shit fucking shared the Martin Luther King fucking meme about, like, Oh, like, oh, dude, really? Uh, achieved, That's disgusting. achieved progress without uh, uh, That's exactly what I'm talking about, dude. Yeah. The f- finger wagging bullshit. Shut fucking, up. Like, just shut exactly, up. right? Like, completely fucking ignorant of the fact, and like many people yeah, point so out ignorant. that, like, Martin Luther King was, in his own philosophy, a um, a pacifist, but supported the fuck out of looting. And there's a, yeah. it's actually, it's attributed to something he said um, a couple of years before he died, but it turns out it's actually from a speech from 1966, I believe, where he said, this is what happens. This kind of looting, this kind of rioting, I won't do it it's myself, defense. but what it defense. is, is a reaction and a completely justified reaction to 100%. fucking the, the 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 kind of fucking way that people are treated, and if you don't address this on a on a policy level, then you're gonna see this more. And you said that yeah. over uh, half a century ago. Man, I'm gonna get all fucking I'm, I'm gonna get all like militant on this. I, I I don't even think it's like the sort of thing that you can like talk about as like the solution comes from a policy level, like. It's a systemic issue that can't be undone without undoing the. Um, it's a policy level. That can't, it's a thing that can't be undone without out undoing the structures that exist, which is one yeah, of the like reasons. Fresh. Yeah, which is one of the the many reasons that I'm like genuinely and unfucking ironically pro looting and pro burning shit down. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, Look, I, I, um, I just want to clarify that even though I said I'm not necessarily pro it, I'm also not necessarily anti it, yeah, yeah. and maybe that makes me pro it. Um, so just in case. The reason that I'm so pro looting is like, as I, as I said on my, on my Twitter account, uh, you can't yeah. make something new without destroying what's already there. Like you can't, yeah. you, you can't make something new unless the old is destroyed. Like, and to do that means literally destroying shit. Like, for instance, I don't know, hypothetically speaking, if you happen to be in Richmond and you burnt down the doors of the Confederacy building, which is the ballerest fucking shit that has ever happened. <laughs> That's definitely one where it's like, who cares? Yeah, no, fuck it, fuck it, absolutely fuck it. Fuck those people. Yeah, fuck them up. I, and, like, you know, um, I, I think I... I don't know if I made this joke in a previous episode, but we're, we're reclaiming um, Fight Club from fuckwits on the internet. Um, <laughs> and uh, Good. It's about time. Yeah, fucking up. I mean, like, like first off, if I haven't already, like, said this in the thing, I'm, I'm a fan of of Chuck Palahniuk's writing as transgressive fiction and whatnot. Yeah, it's, what, a, what people, it's a good movie as well. Yeah, and it's a great movie, yeah. And the thing is about Fight Club is that, like, um, it was adopted by toxic masculinity despite um, being, you know, from the words of the author's mouth, the, the novel is not actually super anti-capitalist. It just uh, has an anti-capitalist, like, genre framing. It's actually a movie about how much Chuck Polinick hates his dad and how toxic masculinity <laughs> is fucked. Um, and, yeah. uh, and Tyler Durden is a bad guy. Um, but this is clearly a bad guy. He's a piece of shit, yeah. Um, but you know what? Um, in the words of Tyler Durden, uh, you know, if you want to make an omelette, you got to break a few fucking eggs. And if that means um, a, a few fucking statues get torn down, um, or if the poor, innocent, defenseless Wendy's gets shrekt. Oh, yeah, or Target. That, that, hey, hey, that, that like Target was someone's that. son. <laughs> you see that Twitter account that's like tweets that, uh, tweets that have aged poorly? And uh, Target uh, did something about, like, um, uh, oh, fuck, I've actually forgotten it, but just look up the account tweets that have aged poorly. They're actually on a roll right now. Yeah, no, like, I, being pros, I am going to get, I am going to get a little bit nuxed or something. Oh, there it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, no, I absolutely am. Fucking, looting is wealth redistribution at its core. It's yeah. wealth redistribution. It is the working class being like, nah, this is fucking our stuff, man. We built it. It's ours. Fuck you. You don't get to tell us we don't have it. And also, uh, to quote uh, an absolute fucking G coming out of Minneapolis, um, who did an interview with Unicorn Riot, um, the working class, well, we built the world and we will burn it down if we so choose. <laughs> it's their shit, man. It's, like, it's their stuff. They can do whatever the fuck they want with it. That's fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. Burn it down, I burn actually, it down. I did see an article that credited the LA riots um, with the invention of hip hop. Because no, um, that was the that was the um the seventy seven riots. Uh, yes, New York. So, yeah, the seventy seven oh, yeah, riots. Yeah, because, I know this. Yeah, like um now there wasn't just one um black man with some timetables. There was yeah. there was like thirty. Now now there were thirty, and they could come together and form crews. That's where we got Dre. And, yeah, and w. it's a fucking great story because the blackout. And looting, yeah, yeah. people <laughs> got some audio equipment out of it. Um, and, and you know, uh, if you were going to measure, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's a great point, Corvus. Is like, uh, how much have Black Americans been responsible for what is in America today? How many so of those much. buildings 
Like, I don't know much about the history of slavery. So there must be some buildings that were like, built by slaves. Yeah, the White House. They contributed to it somehow. Yeah, the White House was literally <laughs> built by slaves. They could absolutely burn it down and be completely justified in doing so. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, you look at it that way, then, um, yeah, that that definitely makes a little sense. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that'd make a good uh, tweet. No, it? I'm sure someone's probably tweeted. Yeah, let's go. I'll tweet it. I'll tweet it. Let's it. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I don't know if you, uh, you know, saw all the uh, yesterday, the uh, yesterday, whatever time it was in America, but it was yesterday around, it was around 26 hours ago, 27 hours ago, um, the, the exterior lights of the White House went down, which... Um, is saved only uh, they're ever they're only ever turned off when a president dies. Um, this time, <laughs> people must have thought Trump died. Some people originally said That's that, um, but there was already a yeah. presser out saying that he had uh, retreated to the uh, executive assembly bunker, whatever it was. That the name of the bunker that was built, um, it, it was where Dick Cheney um, hid. Shut the guy. The, <laughs> yeah, where he shot his friend in the face. <laughs> it's uh, it's where Dick Cheney um, fucking hid when he um, you know made the call after nine eleven. It's built to withstand a passenger right. jet, and uh, the the big oh, big fucking Cheeto man out there. Yeah, it's built to withstand a direct like passenger jet dive bombing right into it. Um, so if I was a conspiracy theorist, I would be like, hey, man, they had a bunker in the White House. It could be standard passenger jet. It was already there before 9-11. And that's where they went when it happened. Like, that's that's a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, you're 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 not exactly wrong. But um, as uh, dear listener, uh, shout outs, come angel. Um, <laughs> will what up, will what up, <laughs> what up come angel. Um, when uh uh, the, the thing about conspiracy theorists and what you'll uh, all hear, uh, all, all three of you, including Come Angel and, and us, um, is that like conspiracy, when we air, when we put out the Tom Tanoki episode, is that conspiracy theorists don't care when something is real. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's why they don't focus on that, that bunker. Um, they're they're already detached from reality. It's, so it's, what, it's, what it's, it already exists. And you can prove it. So, so they don't have sense. special knowledge. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're not the hero of a story fucking telling you what's what's <laughs> what they're hiding from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's public knowledge, it's not fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and I said on the on the uh, on the Tom Tanoki episode as well, like literally a fucking UFO fucking landed in Rio de Janeiro. I haven't followed this up, but yeah, flying uh, flying circular discs are out. Uh, yeah, those nice. holes are in. <laughs> um, like they don't care because UFOs now, are, have the UFOs got have they got 5G technology they are powered exclusively by 5G towers Huawei ones <laughs> specifically yeah uh, every UFO that, that's what I thought every, yeah, I thought. every UFO is constructed mostly out of um, Huawei 5G towers <laughs> it's, it's old it's old Huawei phones and <laughs> like uh, TVs and whatever the fuck else those guys make um, they, they just patch it together into a kill dozer of sorts and then launch it into the air with a fucking catapult. Yeah, that's what every uh, every UFO now is just old Huawei scrap tech. 
Well, it's better than fucking burying it in landfill and having all that, you know, toxic fucking um, circuit board sealant leak into the fucking ground, which is still happening, by the way, you know. Look, man, I've only got so many things I can freak out about. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. The second wave is coming. Westworld is probably being renewed. Actually, I hear the new Westworld is pretty good. You just gotta. Elon Musk is like still alive and shit, which just seems. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that, that, man. That really sucks, that one. Fucking Elon Musk. Yeah, I wonder what he thinks of what's going on. Hmm. I, I don't know, but he he did like when Trump was like, "Hey, hydroxychloroquine." The, like the he started that, that. The thing that made it viral was was Elon exactly. Musk being like retweeting Donald Trump and being like interesting must look into this more and i was just yep. like fucking that's all trump needed like yeah like trump's bad enough it was a google doc he linked to as well it wasn't even like a proper scientific thing i, I, I feel like i feel like the moment that you t- retweet donald trump saying some bullshit being like this with rage i'll be back keep talking yeah no i think the moment that you retweet something that trump has said um being all like, oh yeah, intriguing. We must investigate further. <laughs> That's really like just announcing to the world that you're a giant fucking idiot. Like Elon Musk is genuinely just a dumb person. So, so you're saying if you retweet something Elon Musk says, no, if you retweet something yeah. Trump says, oh, um, but also Elon Musk. I think if you retweet Elon Musk, that's yeah, true too. yeah. If you retweet either of them, um, <laughs> all you're really doing is telling sensible adults in the room that you're in fact a fucking lunatic <laughs> and do not understand like- how information works. Even just forgetting all the other reasons why you wouldn't retweet Elon Musk, it's like he has millions of followers. He's probably been followed by like everyone that follows you anyway. Not uh, me. I, 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 I will actually go. I, I will go through my um my list Make of sure followers on Twitter follow. and actively um, block anyone who follows Elon Musk. <laughs> I will not, however, uh, block anyone who um, who follows Italian Elon Musk who's fucking great uh, on Twitter. It's just someone tweeting out in a really dumb, idiotic Italian accent, um, random Elon Musk things. Like, oh, I launched Calzona into a space. I avoided a tax. It's about a bing. Uh, that was the tweet that got them banned, I think. Which is ridiculous. I send the Calzone into space. I've gone to pay the taxes. <laughs> Please, please, please. Basically, I saw an image of someone did a CGI rendering of Elon yeah, Musk um, without Elon hair, <laughs> and it looks so much like me. It sucks because people <laughs> said I look. Did I just uh, did I just walk in on you saying that people say that you look like Elon Musk? Yeah, yeah, I've heard a few people say that, and I think it's very That's true. Wild. If you take his hair all the way, well, we both have like these like flat faces. Uh, but my eyes are better than his, so I'll, I'll talk. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I've got a. Um, nobody says it these days, so I'm just gonna out myself. I get told I look like Tim Minchin, but I actually think I'm. Oh, lot, I'm also do. look like a dude. I, yeah, you do. I look like Jake Busey to myself, and that that I don't know if that's better or worse, or both. <laughs> no, because no one knows. Jake Busey, Gary's brother. Uh, son. That's Gary's oh, son. Okay, because yeah. no one knows what I look like, I can just say whatever. So, um, true. I, uh, I I look like uh, sort of like George Clooney. I look like halfway between um, Jensen Ackles and Scott Eastwood. I don't know who either of those people are. Jensen's from Supernatural. Yeah, Jensen Ackles is uh, uh, is Dean from Supernatural. He's the I don't badass. Watch dumb shows. Sorry, Fuck you! I'm a hardcore <laughs> Supernatural fan. I fucking love that show. Supernatural was great when it started, man. Yeah, the, the first five seasons 16, were tight. I got yeah, told that 
I got told it, and to be honest, I was one of those, like, fucking just shitty people on the internet that were just like, yeah, it'd be better if they made Hellblazer, though. And then yeah, they so did, and then it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. He got obsessed like, with Christianity, it was really weird. It was yeah. so preachy, dude. Uh, no, well, they, <laughs> I mean, like, you, you, like, I, I, I'm a film guy, I follow what film yeah. stuff guys I'm a film guy <laughs> um, and um, yeah they, they made that um, that series and they called it Hellblazer instead of Constantine to try and like be on the fan side because despite the failure of the Keanu Reeves Constantine because it was bad yeah, yeah, except for the except for the ending scene where um, friend of the show Peter Stormare is um, What's up? Uh, plays Satan and Keanu gives him the middle finger and it's like that's the bit from from Hellblazer that's the best is like is is the con artist giving uh, the devil a finger. And yeah, no, I'm, like uh, for those of you who don't, I'm I'm actually a massive Hellblazer fan. Like, he's I, fucking. I, I have so many of the fucking comics at home. I fucking. Love them. I have read literally every single Hellblazer, and that is around 700 comics spanning 40 oh, years, um, and also a few like special editions and stuff like that. I fucking love John Constantine so much. He's the he's the um, the absolute like um, the target, the 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 thing that you want to be if you want a charming rogue. Because he's he's a piece of shit and he fucks over everybody who comes into contact with him. But he he also saves the world on a regular basis. John Wick, if John Wick, Keanu Reeves, John Wick versus Constantine versus Neo, fuck. Constantine would win because that's kind of his defining attribute. Yeah, (laughs) he's 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 basically. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say like, like more like like Batman, like you know how Batman's whole thing when they made him like intelligent and dark instead of like campy or whatever. Batman's whole thing is that he's like the smartest detective in the world or something. Like that, that's essentially like yeah, that's essentially John Constantine's thing. But like he's basically like a dropkick piece of shit who hates himself. And yeah, he's um, like he's basically like if if Batman was a drunken wizard. Yeah, pretty much. He's 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 Doctor Strange meets Batman meets like a bad upbringing and a and a heroin habit or something. Yeah, that's actually pretty accurate. That's that's yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The, the, the TV show uh, failed because they when it was the same thing as Venom when all the um, hype was built up about it and there was all this like interest in it. The studio were like. Oh my god, cut all this shit so that we can make it M-rated so that more people see it, so that it becomes successful. And so they were like, okay, we have to cut every scene where he smokes cigarettes, um, this, this, that, that, and that, that. And it was just like, basically like, uh, you know, hey, like, the creators are in charge, the people who know the text are in charge. Wait, now this is going to make money? Wait, take it back off them. Take it back <laughs> off them. Um, we don't want to give them creative control. Classic they, executive they, meddling. Yeah, they completely ruined it and it was cancelled. Uh, Just on a quick on a, on a quick side note, have you seen, because speaking of Keanu Reeves, and it sounds like this has similar themes. Uh, fuck, what's that movie he did in the mid-90s where he's a lawyer and there's Al Pacino as the devil? 
Oh, The Devil's Advocate. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, that film is um, so bad. It's Al one Pacino, of my favorite bad films, but Al it's. Pacino wore um, uh, shoes with uh, like six inch fucking platforms to make him really <laughs> as tall as. Yeah, if you watch the, if you watch <laughs> The Devil's like Advocate, I bet he did. Um, try and see a shot that isn't done at like a Dutch angle or extreme. It's a very Dutch angle because, film, dude. Because so they, Dutch angle heavy. Yeah, and not just because it's like the dumbest fucking movie trope ever, but also for for scary movies or whatever. But also because they really didn't want Al Pacino to look so short in front of Keanu Reeves, who is that's so true. quite tall. Like it's very funny. That's but so that movie, that movie was cool though. I was a fan. Um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Super on cool. That's a Bram Stoker's Dracula on Netflix. Yeah, with Gary Oldman and Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I want to re-listen to instead of watch um, the the trash future episode on um, fucking how the guy who made Sherlock um, made a Dracula series. I watched that series. Yeah, I watched it. It was the first two episodes were actually like because it was like basically like three movie length episodes, which was a weird yeah it's uh, the Sherlock thing. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a weird way to do it. Um, I think it would have been better if that broke up a little. But that's not the end of the world. It's just like a slightly uh-huh. weird editing choice. Um, the first two episodes were great, like really, really good. <laughs> they were really fun and interesting and cool. And then the third episode, uh, legit spoiler warning if you don't want to watch it, just don't watch the third episode because it jumps forward to the modern day. Yeah, yeah. And it sucked. It sucked so <laughs> fucking bad. It was so Kills it. fucking bad. I've I was so upset. Watch it. Apparently he's just like, yeah, like I've, I've uh, you know, fucking lived throughout time and you live like a king and he's just like fascinated at this like fucking weird old lady who has like a fridge and a microwave and he's like, my lord, I have dined with emperors and I have never seen such a thing as a I hate pocket. It. Like, yeah, no, I hate it. I hate it so <laughs> fucking much. I hate it. Fuck Stephen Moffat in general. Yeah, no, like, because again, the first two episodes were actually fucking tight, man. Like, there was fun, interesting stuff and there was like, you know, he does that thing where there's like a big reveal at the end of it. But the big reveal was fun and like cool and like interesting and I, I liked it. But the fucking, just, just, the third episode made the first two retroactively bad. <laughs> it was, it's like if you if you're having sex and then like when like right at the end your dad walks in or something, just oh, the yeah, entire experience is retroactively ruined. That it's happens. That happens awful. every day for me. Yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> every time. Yeah. I've actually never had sex, uh, and that hadn't happened. Yeah. Well, it's it's um, it was a very triggering experience watching that watching that series. I, I did see a post that was made today um, that got shared, and it was a conspiracy theorist who I believe is stuck in a time loop from six weeks ago. Who's like the government has made um, sex illegal now? <laughs> really like still doing like lockdown restriction stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, and I double checked the date. I was just like, this is. This was posted like yesterday. <laughs> like, like yesterday, which was like, was yesterday the first? Yeah, yesterday was the, the first. Like the day that the fucking restrictions lifted, it was just like, the government is using the. Yeah, and that's the other thing. He couldn't have been in time loop because he referenced the fucking um, tracing app. And he was just like, yeah, the government um, is going to stop people from having sex with each other using the COVID app and the restrictions. And it's like, good. Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> it's a breeding. <laughs> breeding is uh, breeding is out. Uh, flying discs are out. Even sex for fun. 
Find something else to do, you sick perverts. <laughs> so glad the government's stepping in on this one. Okay, no, have you seen that fucking tweet from that random American conservative lunatic who's like five seconds, it's only like two minutes of coitus is sufficient to fecundate the woman. Anything after that is perversion, degeneracy, and socialism. Have you seen that? That's a real tweet. Dude, that's fucking a real is socialism. Hell yeah. No, no, fucking for more time than it takes to fecundate the woman. That's fucking dumb. Socialism. <laughs> it can't. Like, I saw it like six months ago and I just can't emotionally move on from that. Yeah. I think I, I'm stuck in a time loop now just like replaying that, that word think, over and yeah. over in my head. For date. Yeah. Like, what? It sounds like a really jolly word, but you, you know it's weird. Yeah, well, like, because fecundate means to make fecund, to make fertile, which is not the correct usage oh of the God. word. She more meant, like, like impregnate. Fecundate. Like yeah, that's totally what I was thinking. Oh, I won't lie. Um, wow. You know what this is? <laughs> this what? is a guy that every time he has sex, he's done in, like, two minutes. And he no, this was a woman. This was oh, a woman shit, who said Sorry. I just she has literally never had good sex. Yeah. She has never had good sex. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, me neither, to be fair. Has anyone, in fairness, ever had like good sex and we all just like faking it at each other? All all sex is is um subjective. And socialism. And it's socialism. Sex is socialism. <laughs> it's socially Definitely. subjective. Because, no, because as soon as you make another person, they're a baby. That means that they have to be supported by the community and that's socialism. All babies are filthy fucking mooches, get a job. Oh, yeah. that's why those prove me wrong moments. All babies are communists. All babies yeah. are communists. Prove me that's wrong. Fucking, that's an episode title, right? A B A C. A B A C. Fuck. Um. Yeah. Um, all babies are cops. All babies are cops. You know, they, they, uh, they make you do little, stuff. <laughs> for a little, change they, me. They, they, yeah, they make you do stuff, <laughs> and they charge you for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all babies are cops. All cops are babies. I did That's, see yeah, a fucking joke. I just did this fucking uh, post somewhere a, a little while ago about someone reading ACAB as assigned cop at birth. <laughs> <laughs> so, Some Matt, people were assigned sorry. cop at birth. So, yeah. man, I'm sorry. All, it's a cop. No! All cops are bar patrons is another one that um, I saw on the Sydney Bartender Exchange um, during something. I don't know. Something has happened, but... And somebody was talking about like really unfair policing tactics. I think it was during the like Sydney. Um, the, let me get this right: the uh, the lockouts, not the lock-ins. The lockouts. Lockdowns. Lock oh fucking! Remember I, the lockouts. Remember being like. Yeah, yeah, and then they got rid of them, and then like a month later, they yeah. closed everything again. I'm dying. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah, I had a friend. Um, like shout out, shout out, chills. Um, for he he, he kept tabs. Um, after the lockouts happened, and I remember after like six months, it was like fucking nearly. It's like over three hundred uh, like venues had shut. Yeah, um, within nuts. the space of within the space of months. It was and deliberately designed to take them over and build apartments and make Sydney this boring global city bullshit. And it worked. It was successful. Sydney, it sucks. The, the theocratic <laughs> retirement home is it's the last thing the liberals ever do. Yeah. <laughs> we're going Florida, baby. <laughs> All we need oh, is no. a Disneyland and we're Florida. Oh, God. I've been to Florida. Have either of you guys ever been to Florida? 
No. I will no. kill myself before Sydney becomes Florida. I. Oh my god, I cannot imagine a worse future. Florida is the most horrifying place I've ever been. Everything is messy. Gainesville's cool. There's some cool parts, but uh, Universal Studios is yeah. dope as fuck. I oh, I've I, been to that in California. It's yeah, it's heaps cool. Yeah, that's fucking just fucking rad. Yeah. Um. I like that movie with Rowan and Defoe. I don't know. I saw when I was in Florida. I saw the fattest the man I had ever seen. Project. Three days in a row. Not the same one, but every day, like the fattest man I'd ever seen appeared, and then the next day, another new fattest man I'd ever seen. <laughs> Occurred. Because he's been eating the gators back, dude. Yeah, I, I, back. <laughs> I was, it was wild. I saw a dude in the airport who like walked six steps and had to take a breath. <laughs> like he stopped to rest after walking six steps. That's how he got across the airport. It must he must have landed like the week I did. I left, went to Universal Studios, came back, and he was still trying to cross the fucking terminal. Yeah, terrifying. I mean, we're not a we're not a fat shaming podcast, but we certainly are a fat Florida man shaming podcast. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not blaming it's just the metaphor blaming, about America and yeah, I'm not blaming yeah, those people. Scooters. Like, I'm not holding <laughs> it against them. It's the fucking. If I lived in Florida, I would probably do the same thing because nothing other than eating at their buffets would bring me any joy because it was a nightmare part of the world. I I would go there and get a rascal scooter and just fucking hover about. That'd be a thing. Chase yeah. some gators. Chase some um, gators in a rascal suit or you're messed up as fuck. Yeah. That's, meth- that's, meth- that's, that's time. That's I think that's Florida's flag actually. It's gonna be like uh that like Mad Max with like uh Nux and whatever the, the smiley or whatever, but it's gonna be like me and the, the <laughs> really you know the the super hot black guy that got arrested and all the chicks were thirsting over him a few years back. T- oh yeah, yeah, it was just his mugshot. I saw other photos yeah, of him, he's actually yeah, not that good looking. No, you got like modeling deals out of it, and I remember, I remember the discourse at the time being like, um, "Can we stop shaming women for like thirsting on this dude because like objectively he's hot." Like he was super hot in that photo, but I saw other photos of him, and I was like, "Oh damn, that was just one really good photo." Yeah, that I, I don't know. Yeah, either way, I was just like, "Yeah, I, I want him as my like spear guy." When I'm on my rascal scooter. That was the joke. Yeah, I know I'm about that, man. So, yeah. <laughs> Mad Max, Florida Road. Yeah. So you reckon when you go to Florida, they assign you a Florida man? That would be cool. <laughs> Do you know why Florida man exists? Because of all the Florida mans? I, I, I know why. You, Marty knows why. Marty, tell us why. Uh, look, maybe this is just a myth, but it's something about the laws about how things are reported. And it just means that it's like easier to report on things that happen in Florida. It's, it's something like that, actually. I said I know why, and I do, but I can't explain it. Can you explain it? It's because all arrest records are um, free to the public. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Basically, yeah. journalists yeah. just go into like the arrest reports of random police departments and sheriff's, um, sheriff's departments in in Florida and just be like, what's some crazy bullshit yeah, that's happened yeah, now? Fuck. Okay. And they'll just be like, Florida man fights off 12 police while high on meth and naked <laughs> and masturbating in a bar actual headline yeah that's okay that stuff dope. happens elsewhere but you just don't you don't get access to it that's right. yeah that's because really the police like, are like no one needs to know that this is possible yeah. I still the think that there's news, it's true news <laughs> <laughs> or as we uh, call it 
news. I still think there's something <laughs> a little bit uh, cooked about Florida that probably still, regardless of that, would result in more things. Like when I watched Tiger King, I think I, like a lot of people, assumed Joe Exotic was in Florida, and then you'd realize that Oklahoma's not that far from like Florida. And but it's just the South, man. Yeah, yeah it's right. just what the South is like. It's just that. It's just like Joe Exotic is just like. A relatively normal <laughs> yeah, genre. He's a symptom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the symptom of the disease that yeah. is known as the uh, South being really poor. There are a lot of people in Florida. Like, like there, there were lots of those big cat places in Florida, though. I think. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. where Carol Baskin was as well. So yeah, it's. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, no, it is I, definitely I a southern, I, southern redneck. I, I, I think. A, I think a part of it is the fact that like that's what like systemic like geographic poverty does to people anywhere in the world. It's just that like that part of the U S like big parts of the South are the poorest parts of the English speaking world. Yeah. Have dude. Media coverage. So you just see what people who speak the same language as you do when people are really poor, they do weird shit because when people are struggling, they do weird shit to survive. Yeah. Like for instance, a fuckload of meth and then pick a fight with a gator. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just a thing that happens when people lack sufficient resources. I'm just getting a memory of that, that uh, Rob Cantor song, you know, Normal Tuesday Night for a Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is just a fucking thing. I guarantee you there are people in Florida who have tried to hunt people for sport. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, no, I guarantee you there are, but they're also like really bad at it because they don't understand mm-hmm. how like people work. Yeah. So I fuck, I kind of want to, I kind of want to make that show about like, like a comedy show about Florida rednecks um, trying to hunt people for sport but just failing consistently. I'm going to watch that. This is, yeah, there's that great Bill Hicks bit uh, that was just like uh, his new reality TV show, Let's Hunt and Kill Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good bit. I, um, oh, yeah, yeah. As yeah. aged as Bill Hicks is, I do reckon I've been watching a lot of like Bill Hicks and um, George Carlin and Mitch Hedberg lately. Just Hedberg's like, great. Um, Hedberg probably yeah. dates the best Hedberg. out of them. Uh, I do love Bill Hicks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Carlin's, I would recommend everybody YouTube search George Carlin Natural Disasters because that bit is pretty like. Um, I watched that the other night and it was just like, uh, it's one of the best jokes. People ever, use like, that as a. Like eco fascist shit though, which is really annoying. Oh really? Oh, yeah. dude, you know the one where he's like, yeah, they do. But, but, yeah, the this is this is why I like natural disasters. That guy, I mean that joke. George Carlin, uh, maybe it's a different bit actually, but it sounds similar. You know the one where he's like, you know the Earth's going to be fine. Like we can fuck up the environment. The Earth's going to be fine. And the point he's trying to make is like, you know yes the earth is going to be fine quote unquote because even if it's not green and living it's still here like it still exists the earth doesn't oh, give a right. shit it's like you know and, and so it, but he he's making a point for like a comedy bit and it's funny and he's like the earth could sh- shake us off like fleas or something. I can't remember what he fucking said specifically but it gets used actually there is in a- general George Carlin gets co-opted so much by shitheads yeah. and that's I know there's a, a theme of the 2010s. I know there's definitely a, a Bill Hicks bit where he, that, that's probably been taken by eco-fascists, which is like um, where, where a fucking virus with shoes. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I feel really bad 
for Bill Gates, ever since he went crazy, got a little bit of plastic surgery and became Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to PewDiePie. That is my was the hardest one for him. Yeah. And after that, it was all sweet. That is my um, favorite conspiracy theory, though, that, that Bill Hicks yeah, became yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Jones. He took heaps of brain force. Yeah, he got kidnapped. Uh, apparently, Bill Hicks was. Uh, Kidnapped by spooks and force-fed brain force-fed brain force yeah, 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 and, yeah. Uh, and became Alex Jones. That seems like of all the conspiracy theories. Yeah, I like that one. I like sure. that one. QAnon, if you're listening, you can write that one down as well. Yeah, and Add you know what? QAnon, QAnon fucking come for us because we don't forgive or forget either. Legit, they're running me. Run well, that's me. anonymous. I'm getting my shit mixed up. Um. Can we quickly just talk? Um, you probably talked about this with Tom Tanuki, but I love how like mainstream QAnon stuff is with Trump supporters. Like it's so fucking funny. Like there's so wanna, many Twitter accounts that I, like, are, like Q is the way. I want to I want to touch on this in like the episode we do um, with yeah. Jasper and Kieran again. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll save it. I'll save yeah. I'll save a lot of this, but I just want to like briefly touch on something I mentioned before. Um, sure, sure. Before going into it next record. Fascists and general authoritarians, especially like esoteric authoritarians, like yeah. authoritarians that, that sort of like conspiracy theories or spirituality or, or whatever, but their understanding of the world is so poor yeah. that everything they do, like all of their political actions come across, well, not just come across, but are like deeply ineffective in the long term. <laughs> like in the short term, it makes them effective because they're wildly yeah. unpredictable because they're operating yeah. on like fantasy logic. Yeah. Like, they might go in and, I don't know, shoot a pizza place or murder a random mob boss in his driveway or some shit. As oh, that happened. dude who yeah. fucking cut the head off that mob boss was so cool. Yeah, like, oh, they might do random yeah, shit yeah. like that, which makes them effective in the short Crazy. term. But in the long term, they'll do stuff like designate Antifa as a domestic terrorist organization, yeah. which, one, you can't do because there is no registry of domestic terrorist organizations in the United States. And two, Antifa is not an organization, yeah. so you can't... It's like an idea. Yeah, you can't do that. So long term, like I read something um, that I think Cody Johnston tweeted out the other day. Um, fascists are condemned to lose wars because they are constitutionally incapable of correctly understanding their opponents. Shout out to Dr. Mr. Cody and Mr. Dr. Cody. I fucking love Cody. No, Cody's an absolute G. Um, and also critical support to Cody Johnson in his um, war against John Krasinski that piece of shit plagiarist absolutely um, but I, I yeah I, I reckon that's about it I got a I got a few things I gotta do I got some um, yeah we do. we've been talking for quite a bit it was good I got some good Q&A chat. I got some I got some leads on the lizard people um, <laughs> I got a teleconference with David Icke and Elon Musk coming up so yeah, yeah I gotta go um, I gotta go to the next uh, Antifa branch meeting um, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, daily uh, meetings yeah, no, we're dispersing the um, the Soros bucks. Are you guys found a new WeWork space? Or? Yeah, no, we're working out of um, we're working out of a disused uh, nuclear bunker in Michigan. Hell yeah! Yeah, I, um, I'm going to the WeWork space at Pine Gap tomorrow. Ah, oh, yeah, no, see, that one's oh, good. Good old Pine Gap. Yeah, we've got a good buffet there. Love it. Um, Wait, we're still recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're still oh my god, it's coming out. <laughs> um, Marty, any final thoughts? Um, there's a lot of voices that you should be listening to right now and don't speak over them. Like, educate yourself. Fucking on it. Yeah. Fucking on it. I mean, it's, it's thoughtful and important shit. Now I've got to think of something. 
TJ, go. I'll think of something equally as impactful. Uh, solidarity forever. Uh, 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 oh, all right. No, I got to take. I got to take. Fascism, bad. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Antifa, good. Fascism, bad. Yeah, that, that feels good. good. I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy to close on that. Fuck yeah. 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 Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for, Thanks for coming on. on. No, it was my all good. Echo out. Bye.